Welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment, encouraging you to live your best life. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to Conversations with Miss Mary, podcast episode 65, presented by From Victim to Victory. I am Miss Mary, your host, and our mission is to share good news. We're not a victim, you are victorious. You can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, Encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Alrighty, let's take it to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you once again for all your many blessings. Thank you for this day, Father. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. And thank you, Father God, for each and every listener. And thank you, God, for our guest today. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to lead us and guide us and bless us and help us take care of these temples, Father God, as you will have us to do. And thank you, Father, when we leave this podcast today, listeners, we will not be the same. (laughs) We will grow and continue to grow with the help of our Lord, our Savior, Father God. We know that you want us to do your will, and that's what we want to do. And so we thank you in advance for the newness that you're doing in us, for the new creatures that you are creating and continue to take us to another level. So we praise you, we honor you, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All righty. So, first, listeners, I want to say thank you. As always, thank you for tuning in to this podcast. And to our new listeners, we want to welcome you and thank you for joining us as well. And uh, before we start our conversation and I introduce our guest, I want to uh, suggest that you grab a pen and paper or a computer, tablet, whatever it is that you take notes. Because once again, you know, as I emphasize, and I love to emphasize that this is an educational podcast. So we want to make sure we get some notes. All righty. So listeners, I tell you that today, once again, it is an ecstatic day. You know, this is I every week. I'm always excited when you join me on this podcast, but there are some times when I just have no words to describe my excitement. So I say I'm ecstatic. <laughs> and anyway, in my spirit, listeners, I hear you asking, What is it you're ec- ecstatic about, Miss Mary? 
Well, there are at least three things that I can tell you. First, I'm going to start with my guest, since I have not told you yet who that is. So joining me today is Francesca Brown. Now, um, this is not Francesca's first time uh, that she's joined me. So yes, she is Team Victory Family. And it's not going to be her last time. It's just been too long since the last time. That's what I have to say. (laughs) It's been too long. So I am so happy um, that she said yes to my invitation. And, uh, friend, I want to welcome you back. And thank you so much for joining me and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, So, um Listeners, another reason why I'm excited uh, is the conversation today is going to be in the area of spiritual wellness, and which you know I love. The only way you would not know that about me is that you are a new listener. So um, that is one thing I love. And, um, you know, I love to talk about the Lord. And I am certainly not a secret Christian. So, <laughs> so um, that is one of the things, one of the other things I'm excited about. Now, uh, Fran, the last time you joined me, um, and because and, Francesca sounds so funny, me saying Francesca because I call her Fran or either sister Fran. So I'm just going to call her who, <laughs> as I know her. And, um, Friend, um, the last time, as I was saying, the last time you joined me, um, you had a question for the listeners. And the question was, do you want to be made whole? And, of course, you know, we talked about the obstacles and we talked about challenges that hinder us. But God, but God, with God, all things are possible. And listeners, you know, he has a purpose and a plan for each of our lives and has given all of us abilities, gifts, talents, and most of all, the precious gift of his son, Jesus Christ. Now, these are what God has equipped us with to live this abundant, victorious life that we always talk about. And that is our mission um, from victim to victory is to remind you and let you know and educate you on living the abundant life of love, joy, peace, happiness, living your best life. And we can have it. Yes, we can have it. Yes, we can with the right choices because, you know, life is all about choices and decisions. So today um, we're going to talk about the gift God has given us in Jesus Christ. He is Savior and Lord. And the question we're asking is, have you accepted him? And uh, we're also going to talk about having an intimate relationship with him and the benefits of that. And I have asked uh, Sister Fran to share a personal story that's going to truly bless you all. It's going to be a blessing. Uh, really bless me, and then the point that um, she will make, and you will see in the outcome of her story, 
uh, it is because of her relationship and the way she handled everything. You'll see, um, it, due to her intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. So, um, now, friend, I'm going to close my mouth and pass the mic to you. For, I'm going to say I'm going to close my mouth, but now, anyway, and, cl- <laughs> and pass the mic to you. Um, and just please start by telling the listeners a little something about you. Uh, you probably refreshing some memories and then introducing yourself to others. So let's just tell us uh, who Sister Fran Brown, Francesca Brown is, who Francesca Brown is. Amen. Amen. Well, um, who is Sister Fran Brown? Uh, I think God knows who I am more than I do. I'm not even being funny. He knows who I am more than I do. Um, And I'm proud to say that uh, because a lot of times we discredit or discount ourselves. But God um, has a plan for us and it's greater than we can imagine. Amen. Um, I'm a mother of eight. I have a blended family. Um, So I have uh, seven boys and one girl. Um, The oldest is 28 and the youngest is seven. Um, I have four grandchildren, two girls, two boys. And I'm just um, a a mother, a sister, uh, a friend. God created me to be an encourager. Um, And I uh, probably would say the... the, I'm going to say something about me that people probably never know is um, when I talk about the Lord, there's a boldness um, that comes from the inside. But outside of that, um, I I still do struggle um, with who I am. And so a lot of times when you see people doing stuff and walking, walking out this spiritual life, um, it, it the credit just all belongs to God. It really does. Because when you get to know them, you'll say, wow, you know, I didn't know you dealt with that or you struggled with that. But God uses what is weak and he makes it strong. So yes. uh, that's probably if you ask me about myself, those are the things that are most important to me. Uh, my life, uh, my salvation and my, my relationship with God and my relationship with my family. Um, those things are first. So. Wonderful. Thank you, friend. And uh, that's good. I love what you said um, when you started. Yes, God knows us better than we know ourselves. And of course he does because he created us and he created us once again with a plan and a purpose. So he put us together based on his plans and his purpose. And so um, because I know I'm always learning something new. about myself but God already knew it he already knew it so um he was just trying to show it to me um and others so thank you so much for that in wonderful introduction now friend I want to um I want you to share your um story once again because as I said I think that is so important and we know that God is um a way maker you know he's a healer he is yes. just so, you know, so many things to us uh, and faithful. And we all have our, our journeys. We all have our trials and our tribulations. And they come to make us stronger. 
Um, yes. We just never, we all going through something. You know, I always tell people all the time, we, we all go through something and we're always going through something. It's just different for each of us. But mm-hmm. uh, our journey, um, and it's so important, once again, that we tell uh, those testimonies and we share because they're not just about us. It's just not for right. us. Um, we, you know, once again, our witness is, is, is so important. Witnessing is so important uh, to others, um, and that is support, helping them on their journey. Because your story, when you get out there and you tell the story and then you find out uh, people start opening up and sharing their stories, and their story is the same journey that, that you were mm-hmm. on, the same thing, you know, but they thought and you thought that you were it was just happening to you, but no, right. that's not the case, and that's why um, God gives us that journey. You know, we we always to be a blessing to someone else, and so His plan is that it's not just for us. It's it's to be a blessing to someone else by sharing it and encouraging them um, when they're yeah. going through. So um, um, that's why I, I wanted you to share. Um, this particular story, because I know there are many others, <laughs> but once again, um, I'd like for you to share um, your story. Okay. Well, um, I, I'm going to start um, because, like you said, it's the testimony um, of the of the righteous um, that really leads others to Christ or leads others mm-hmm. to a stronger faith in yes. um, in Christ. My journey started with my mother. And the reason why I say that is because um, my mother, uh, my mother was when I'm going to say when I was about 14 or 15, my mother started um, going into a deep depression. And she started probably when I was in um, the end of middle school or something like that. She would go in and out of depression. But I didn't know. You know, then you didn't when you're young, you don't know what depression is. But I saw my mom go in and out of a deep depression for years. And it wasn't until I was about 14 or 15 that my mom really had a mental breakdown. And um, I ended up having to call um, 911 and they sent they sent a cab and I took my mom to um, an institution. And, and at that time, it was me, my mother and my younger cousin. My mom had custody of my younger cousin. And when my mom was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, uh, my brother had ran away. He was out doing what he was doing. And I had to care for my mom when she came home. And um, what ended up happening was uh, God sent, because God knew where me and my mother, uh, he knew the place we were. So some years later, after my mom was diagnosed, she was put on medication, of course. And I had to become almost like the mother in the house. And my mom and I ended up meeting somebody. Um, she ended up being my wick, my son's wick nurse. She was a pastor. She invited us to church. My mom got saved. And when my mom got saved, I'm going to say it was probably like three, about two or three years later after she was diagnosed, my mom stopped taking her medicine. And um, my mom went to the psychologist and the psychologist, you know, told her, well, Miss Hopkins, if if you don't take your medicine, you know, she starts with my mom, all, all these things my mom were going to deal with. And my mom said, no, I don't need the medicine. She said, um, I know this is the enemy speaking to my mind. And from that point forward, my mom 
um, spiritually dealt with, um, hearing voices, things like that. And that was a powerful testimony for me as a young, a young, young uh, Christian mm. that I didn't know until I was older. I didn't know how powerful it was that my mom was able to deal with something that other people could not battle, but she dealt with it spiritually. And so years went by, my mom started getting physically sick and she ended up um, going to the hospital and she had already told me that she had a lump in her breast and, um, I said, mom, you know, she well, I don't have any insurance. She said, so I'm not going to go. So my mom ended up getting real sick. We took her to the hospital and the doctor said, well, we're going to deal with the cancer first. And then we're going to deal with your mom's heart because my mom's heart, um, my mom's heart, heart was basically working at 10%. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of people probably would have been discouraged. But again, when you have a relationship with God, God will speak to you through your circumstance. Yes. And when God said, mm. all I, I require of you is 10%. Hallelujah. When he told me that and, and the doctors were in the room looking glum and, and they said her heart's only working at 10%. I was rejoicing because mm. God spoke to me and said, but all I require from you is 10%. Mm. And he was talking about his tithing. Mm-hmm. And um, I just <laughs> rejoiced in my spirit because my mind was moving and functioning off of 10% of her heart working. Ooh, hallelujah. And so, so she got, they, you know, and my mom didn't talk about the breast cancer. They just went in, removed her breast. She had a mastectomy and uh, they did a biopsy on her other breast. She was fine. And so um, I'm going to say it was probably, and I kid you not, three weeks later, my mom called me. She said, I'm still not feeling good. I, I don't know what it is. And the doctor had already told me how weak her heart was. And um, my niece said, well, I'm going to take her to the emergency room. My mom got to the hospital and um, from her diabetes because, and, and I'm not lying to you when I say my mom had everything you could list on a piece of paper. If somebody said, do you have this? My mom had it. My mom had high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, cataract, everything. My mom had in her body, physical body. She was fighting every disease. And um, when she got to the hospital, they said, well, from her diabetes, she had gangrene in her foot. And that's what was bothering her. They were going to amputate her toe. And the doctor said, um, he told me, he said, your mom can't be put under any type of anesthetic because her heart is so weak. But the doctors, I, I don't know why the doctors, you know, they put a, a local anesthetic on my mom and just from putting local anesthetic on my mom's foot, she went into cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. And so when I say my journey began long before that, God, when you said that uh, we go through tests and trials and they make us stronger, they make our faith stronger. And I had already saw my mom overcome schizophrenia. Um, I had already saw her overcome breast cancer. Um, And so when when she went into cardiac arrest, they put my mom into a coma. She was in a coma for a week. And they said, um, when she wakes up, she's going to be a vegetable. She, you know, even if she wakes up, she's not going to remember. They gave me all these horrible um, diagnoses. And I, I just began to cry. My mom comes from a very large family. She has about 20 plus siblings. And so all, a lot of my aunts and uncles, they came to the hospital and, and majority of my mom's brothers and sisters are Christian. So they were praying 
um, people from my church were coming, my pastors, my mom's pastor, everybody was coming back and forth praying. The nurses were praying. I mean, everybody was praying. Mm. And I spoke to the Lord about it. And, and, you know, my mom was my primary parent. I didn't have a dad growing up. Um, and the Lord just spoke to me about her situation. And he said, if she wants to stay, she'll stay. But if she wants to go, I'll take her home. And I and I rested in that. I rested in the fact that God said, if my mom wants to fight, she could stay. And so I, I just kept praying that my mom would fight, that she would fight to stay here. And um, when my mom woke up, when they brought her out of that coma, now, mind you, my mom, all the siblings I told you my mom had, they would purposely bring in one of my mom's siblings and say, now, mind you, she has 16, 17 sisters. <laughs> they will bring one in and say to my mom, Yvette, is this Patricia? But it wouldn't be that sister. It would be somebody else. My mom had a tube in her throat. She would shake her head. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And they would say, well, is it Lily? And she would shake her head. Yeah, like, you know, like, are you crazy? I know who my sisters are. <laughs> and they would bring them in one by one by one, just asking my mom, is this your sister so-and-so? Purposely saying the wrong name. My mom said, you know, no, no, that's not so-and-so. And my mom kept saying, take this thing out of my throat. When my mom came out of that coma, Mary, <laughs> my mother, they told her she wasn't going to walk. When my mom finally took her steps without her walker, because she was in a wheelchair first, my mom began to praise the Lord. She began to dance in the spirit. Now, the family that she, my uncle, t- my uncle took care of her. He was a paramedic and a firefighter. My family members that lived with her were not saved. But when they saw my mother let go of that walker and begin to praise God in the spirit, mm, it did something to them. Mm-hmm. And so I saw all of that. I saw all of that. And that was one area I think God had to give me faith in because of what was coming my way. And so uh, here, my mom, again, you know, she goes into the hospital and, and she 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 lived about six years after that. And after my mom passed, uh, it was two years later after my mom passed. Then I went to the doctor, found out I had a lump in my breast and uh, me and my husband ended up moving. So I did get the biopsy at that time. And so I went when I got to uh, move from Wisconsin to Missouri, I took my, you know, results and I started feeling some just weird in my left breast and the biopsy needed to be done on my right breast. So I went, I worked for the hospital. I called, they said, well, call this number. We have a, a cancer center. And so I went to the cancer center, got the biopsy on my right breast, got the biopsy on my, uh, on my left breast, no, the mammogram. And the biopsy done. And they said, well, there's nothing wrong. You know, the other one was benign. It was nothing. And the left breast, we don't see anything. That's normal tissue. But from 2017 to 2019, those little bitty lumps and what was not feeling right started getting bigger. And I'm going to say in 2017, when I moved to Missouri, God kept telling me, you're going to have to walk by faith and not by sight. He kept telling me, you're going to have to walk by faith and not, and just out of anywhere, I will be clean. I don't care what I was doing. I would hear the voice of the Lord tell me this. 
And I kept saying, okay, you know, God has spoke to me years, years and years before mm-hmm. about certain things. And when, when he speaks to me about certain things, I know something coming. I didn't know what, didn't know when, I just knew something was coming. And so I moved to Georgia, 2019, get to Georgia. By now that lumpy tissue in my breast, um, starting to turn into larger lumps, you know, they were all over my breast. So they weren't in one place. It just was not, it felt like cottage cheese or something all on, on, on one side of my breast. And so um, they started moving into one lump after a while. My breast started swelling up and I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the doctor. And I went to a OBG, told her by that time, the lump had gotten to the size of my hand. It was the size of my hand. I couldn't put my arm down. I would have to wear an ice pack on my breast. And so she said, um, how long has this, you know, been? And I told her, I said, you know, I went in 2017. They said it wasn't nothing. I said, but it still kept hurting. I said, I knew something wasn't right. And I said, but I need to figure out what this is. And I was concerned, but I wasn't afraid. Because Mm -hmm. I kept going back to what I saw God do for my mother. Mm. That's all I kept resting in. I saw God heal my mama. Not once, not twice. Three times I saw him heal my mother. And so I said, okay, Lord. Okay, I got to walk by faith. And it just clicked. You got to walk by faith. You're going to have to walk by faith and not by sight. And so I went, I got the biopsy done on both breasts because they saw something on both sides. And on my left breast, the biopsy results came back. It wasn't cancer. It was precancerous. They took out my lymph nodes. It had not spread. And so at like my mom, I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to get a mastectomy. And I had two aunts, my mom's oldest sister. She was diagnosed with breast cancer and both of her breasts when she was in her early 20s, had them both removed. So my aunt's on the phone with me, praying with me, telling me, you're going to be all right. Because God, I'm, I'm, I'm 70 some years old. I'm still here. You know, my, my mom's oldest sister, she's praying with me. My mom's sisters, they call and they praying with me. And then, of course, here come the enemy. One of my mom's sisters had stage four breast cancer, had both of them removed. So now the enemy in one ear saying, yeah, but you're going you're gonna to be like your Auntie Jennifer. You're going to have to. He's saying all this in my ear. But something in my spirit kept saying, this is not breast cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she remember God's voice. <laughs> and you remember yes. what God had told you. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I can't, I can't receive this. And then you know what, Mary, the Lord said something to me. He said, shut your mouth. (laughs) Don't you say anything unless I tell you to say it. And I knew why he told me that. If I would have opened my mouth and said I had cancer, if I would have opened my mouth and said anything negative that the Mm -hmm. doctors was telling me, Mm -hmm. I would have received it. And so... I went into the doctor. I'm thinking I'm going in. He going to tell me when I can go schedule my, get my mastectomy. This man comes in the room. He like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. 
you're going to have to take another biopsy because this is too big. I He hadn't even felt my breast yet. He just looked at the results and the image. He, this has to be stage four. This has to be stage three, stage four cancer. It's too big. It's this, it's that. And I sat there and it took everything in me not to snap on this man. Because in my mind, I'm saying, I know what the test results came back and said. Now, mind you, my fear is of needles. I have an overwhelming, I do not like needles. So to go endure the biopsy on both sides of my breasts, mm. they did it on my right side in two places, and they did it five times on my left side. Mm, five times, friend. Because they had to do my lymph nodes under my arm and then my breast. Mm. So that when he come in there, he's saying all of this. All I could think of is, Lord, I cannot endure another biopsy. Oh, Lord. Five. Is, when you when you said that, friend, you said five. I just thought of grace. You know, that's the number for, for grace. Five. So God it, gave it, you the Mary, grace to go through. Yes. <laughs> And so he said all of that. I called I called the hospital for the man who did the biopsy. I talked to his nurse. And I said, listen, you all said you were going to give me the, the um, number to a physician. I said, is this the, you know, I gave him a physician's name. I said, is this? She said, oh, no, we never, we would never refer anybody to him. I said, well, refer me to who you want me to go to. Because he's saying I need another biopsy. So she tells me the doctor's going to call me back. The doctor who did the biopsy calls me back and says, Francesca, because of the size, they're concerned that because the areas I went to, those areas aren't cancerous, but other areas could be. So I had to go back for another biopsy. I go back for the biopsy and he says, tell me where it hurts the most. That's where I'm going to do the biopsy because we want to make sure that area is not the area that has a different stage. So I go through the biopsy with the numbing medicine, still excruciating pain. And the whole time I'm calling out to God, I need, Lord, I need you. Because it wasn't even the fear of the having cancer. My issue was the process. Ooh. It wasn't even if I, it, it, I didn't even, I knew I didn't, it was just something in me. I kept saying, this is not cancer. It was the process of the doctors being revealed, like God revealing to them that he was almighty. Mm-hmm. And I ended up telling my pastor, I ended up telling Pastor Jennifer, I said, I think God is trying to talk to the doctors. This is not about me. I think God trying to deal with some one of these doctors. So I go all over again, have to wait for the results. For it to come back again. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's mm. not cancer and it had not spread. So I think I'm done. I go back to the new doctor. She says, Francesca. I know, I know, I know, but I'm just asking you, can I present your case to a conference of doctors 
because I've never seen anything like this before. I knew then God was using me to speak to the world. So she presented my case to the doctor. She says, I want you to take one more test, one more biopsy. This biopsy is the one where they go in, they cut a piece of the tumor out. (laughs) Wow. Dissect that piece Mm. and see if they find any stage cancer in the tumor. But God, hear me when I say, but God, by this time, I know but God. Hallelujah. Yes, we know. (laughs) But God. Mm. But God. And I was planning. um, I was doing uh, a lesson. I was doing a lesson for uh, my previous church. I was doing a lesson for one of the uh, youth leaders. And I was studying Joshua before Mm. he went to battle. Mm. In that, in that scripture, Joshua prayed that God would hold up the sun so that they could win the battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I got done reading that, tears began to roll down my face. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, I want you to hold up whatever's going on with this tumor until they take it out of my body. Mm-hmm. And I stood on that. And I went to this doctor. She was an older lady. I went in. She said, Francesca, let me tell you this. I'm not going in and I'm not cutting out a piece. She said, if the margins are right, I'm taking the whole thing out. But God, when I went in, the margins was right. She was able to take the entire tumor out. Mm -hmm. And again, I had to wait for the test results, even though I knew that God had already showed me twice it wasn't cancer. She said, come on in. I came in the room and I sat down. She said, Francesca, I dissected that thing as much as I could. She said, I still could not find any cancer cells. It's still precancerous and you can tell it has not spread through your body. Now, my uh, oncologist her whole thing was, oh, we need to get you these tests. We afraid this going spread through your body. She just kept saying all this. But I kept saying, this is not cancer. It's mm-hmm. not cancer. And when she removed that thing, I could not do nothing but give God the glory. The glory. And the lady came back, the oncologist. I went back to see her. She said, Francesca, I'm going to present your case one more time. She said, do you know, we could not, she said, normally when we have a conference and we discuss a case, we can come to a consensus on what to do. She said, we could not even agree on what to do because we had never seen this before. And when she said that to me, when she told me she was going to send me to have the last biopsy done which was the surgical one I started crying and my husband was with me and I said I know you've never seen this before I said but I know that my God that my God is doing something so I don't care if you haven't seen it before I know I don't have cancer so when I went back and she said that to me she said because I've never seen it before 
I knew God was using my story yes. to speak to the world. And so, you know, I went in, I ended up having um, the, the lumpectomy is which when she removed the tumor. And before they were saying, uh, you're going to have to have chemotherapy. I didn't need chemo because she was able to remove the entire mass with no problem. Then they were saying, well, once she does the, the lumpectomy or the mastectomy, if there's any cancerous tissue left, you're going to have to go through radiation. When she removed everything, the margins were so clear. She said, Francesca, you're not going to need radiation either. And so when you said, where did my journey start? It started way back when I was a kid and I sought my mother spiritually battling depression, spiritually overcoming schizophrenia. When I saw my mother get up off that hospital bed and remember her sisters when I saw my mom come out of a coma and have all of her faculties, her memory and still go back to working full time, mm. have her own house, take care of me and my kids. She, she was still there like nothing was wrong with her even when her heart was working at 10%. You wouldn't even tell and I'm going to tell you something Mary, when my mom passed away at my mom's funeral, everybody said, normally when you touch somebody's body, they cold. My mom's body was still warm, and my mom had a smile on her face. Mm. And everybody said, I've never been to a funeral where the person in the casket looked like they were rejoicing. Mm. So God had prepared me way before, yes. way before, I was diagnosed. God had prepared me. He had already showed me. Even though it looks big, <laughs> it doesn't matter about the size. And I'm talking about the lump in my breast because that's all they kept talking about was the size. It's so big. It got so big so fast. It's so big. It's got to be this. But it wasn't bigger than my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It wasn't bigger than what I had already seen God do in my life, in my mother's life. The tumor, the, whatever it was, it was not bigger than God. It just was not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just grateful that I was able to make it because God had already warned me. He had already spoken in my spirit and told me that something was coming. He prepared me for what was coming. He had already prepared me and gave me the revelation that he was the healer through my mother. And then he spoke to me through his word in every shape or fashion. God spoke to me before I had to go through this. It wasn't easy. It wasn't by no means. It was not. I remember thinking when my, when my granddaughter turned six months, my mom passed away when my youngest son was six months. I remember the enemy saying, you're not going to live to see her turn six months. And when my son came in the room and he said, mama, can we six months today? When he walked out of the room, I began to weep because I know who I serve. I know who I, I serve. Yeah. I know that God, hallelujah, 
I know that he's real. I know that he's real. You can't tell me he's not real. And God did something in my life, even right now, Mary. Sometimes when I sit and think about what he did, when I hear other people's testimonies, people have asked me to speak about cancer and cancer. You know, other people speak about they, what they went through. And sometimes I even feel ashamed because other people have endured what I didn't have to endure. But I still open my mouth because somebody is going to go through what I went through. Yes. And somebody is going to see that even in the midst of what looks like a victory by the enemy, God will still, he still reigns supreme. And God sits on the throne and he orchestrates so many things in our lives yes. to prepare us for what's coming. And yes. I know that because of what God took me through, there is a level of anointing that I have access because of it. Yes. And I don't say it to pat myself on the back, but I went through something so that God can use me to do something for somebody else. It's not for me. I didn't go through this for myself. When other people talk about going through in their body now, I can speak with boldness. I don't have to guess. I know God is a healer. I know he is. I know his word is real. I know his word is alive. And I know when he says something, he's going to do it. Yes, he is. Ooh, hallelujah. Mm. Mm -mm. Ooh, yes, he is. And Francesca, you said something so key. And I say that a lot. I say it often because we forget. We think it's all about us. But it's not because we were created. We have to remember we were created to glorify him. And how he chooses to do that, <laughs> that ain't our business. How he chooses to you, and that's what he, he did. He, like you said, he just used you to show them, show the world, I mean, to advance and to advance um, you know, cancer, it, it, that just gave them the information, you know, educating them to know once again that because they kept saying that it, it was cancer. They thought it was, but they couldn't see it. Their medicine and their science, they forgot. <laughs> he is the scientist. He's the yes. medicine. He's everything. So that is once again, God is, yes, he will. And he does. He certainly does prepare you. We don't know. Um, I can say that so many times in my own life. I tell you, he will prepare you when we don't know. And then when it that that come that thing comes that he was preparing for you, that's when you realize God was preparing mm -hmm. me, and you just didn't know. But uh, that is such a, a powerful, yeah. And you said it, it started so long ago. But that thing called faith, because faith, once again, faith and fear don't walk together. Mm -hmm. And he showed you all. That's a powerful with your mom. I'm telling you right there. Ooh, and then he spoke it. He spoke it to you. That's why I said it wasn't about it wasn't about you. He just used you to get that. No one else could get the glory. No one mm -hmm. know when you said that people, your family members that were saved after they saw your mom, 
go through all of that. And praise, I'm telling you, praise is our weapon. We don't, mm-hmm. the power of praise. Just look what she did through all of that. She brought people to Christ, family members to Christ. So once again, I mean, you just, just got, that's the only somebody that can get the glory. Because he deserves it. No one else but God. So as we talk about uh, that perfect gift that God has given us, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I'm telling you that right there. I mean, and that's the step to everything. The fact that you didn't, you you don't have to go through situations by yourself, and mm-hmm. and knowing that um, once again, Francesca, he chose you. Because he had prepared you, but he showed you. It just reminds me of the story of Job. You know, God, God, um, he chose Job. He, he chose, he, he, that was the wager with the devil. He said, have you tried my servant Job, my faithful servant Job? Faith, I'm telling you that faith. So God knew what he was doing. That was, once again, he already knew that uh, Job was going to worship. He was going. He went through some things, and he had that. He had humanness. He had some questions, but once again, God knew what He was doing. He was going to get the glory, but He also knew that Job was faithful, and He just as you did, you stayed the course. God knew He picked who He knew had that faith because He had grown that faith all through the process with your mother he had prepared you I mean just just an awesome just amazing uh testimony and truly um just to bless someone else somebody need to hear that I know someone's listening on this podcast um because once again God planned that and purpose he didn't Mary just didn't come up with okay I'm gonna pick Francesca but God had a plan. <laughs> he had a plan because he does. He'll drop people into my spirit because like every week I'm just, okay, God, who are we going to get? Who are we going to have? <laughs> so once again, our God, and it is so, um, it's about a choice. It's a decision. Life is full of choices and decisions. But that is a situation that I wouldn't want to go to go through and I wouldn't want anyone else to go through Mm -hmm. without knowing him um you know just imagine I just you can't even I can't even imagine going through and going through that and not knowing him um is Lord and Savior because it's just and you said oh how many times, Francesca? Oh man, and needles. Yeah, the that first was time. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So when they said I had to have chemotherapy and have a port put in my chest, I went home and I just was overwhelmed. I said, "Lord, I can't go back every week and have a needle stuck in my chest." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, I just told the Lord, "I don't, I don't want to have to do this." But it just never, and, and every time because He told me close my mouth. When I would be on the phone with people, anytime I would get ready to say something mm-hmm. that I wasn't supposed to say, mm-hmm. even if the doctor gave me a, a diagnosis, I can say it now. But even when the doctor told me certain things, when I was talking to people, I would change the wording. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say everything they said because I knew I had to watch my words. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I remember years ago when I was going through uh, training, going through ministerial training, they said your words work for you mm-hmm. and their employees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can put your words to work and they can either tear something down or they can build something mm-hmm. up. That is and, yeah, your words so, work for you. That's mm-hmm. right. It's power. I'm, I'm real strong on that. It's power in your words. You better watch what you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch what I, but it all, everything just went back to what God had already taught me, what I already knew about, you know, him, what I knew about uh, his word, what I knew about him being a healer, what I knew about him keeping his mm-hmm. word, everything always went back to even when even and it wasn't I didn't get discouraged. There were times when I got discouraged. There were days when I would just sit in my room and cry because I had to I had to kind of when God told me about my mom and he said. If she wants to go. She can go, but if she wants to stay when God told me that. Ever since he told me that, Mary, when people are going through any type of illness, that is in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. And when my mom, the last time my mom was in the hospital, and I knew at that time my mom was tired. I, I could tell um, the doctors came in and they had kind of pulled the covers off of her legs. My mom's legs were swollen like elephant legs. And my mom was mm-hmm. just laying there. And I looked in her face and the Holy Spirit just showed me my mom was tired and I just began to cry. And my mom said, I'm coming home, but I knew she wasn't. Mm-hmm. And even then, God had already prepared me at that moment. He let me know she was tired. Mm-hmm. And so after her, she had, uh, you know, the, the, most people say triple bypass. My mama had more than triple bypass. They had to do all these surgeries and she didn't make it the whole, she made it to the end of the week. But mm-hmm. when uh, it was time for me to say goodbye, this is exactly what happened, Mary. I told my mama, stop fighting. You don't have to worry about me. And my mom let go. Mm -hmm. But I saw her fighting to breathe. I saw her fighting to breathe when they turned the machine off. And I knew my mom was trying to stay for me. Mm -hmm. Because she was my only parent. Mm -hmm. And um, when I told her, mama, I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. My mom let go. Mm -hmm. And I knew my mom was tired. And so because of that, I rested that my mom wasn't in pain anymore. I knew everything that was wrong with her, but even, even all of those things, God was preparing me. He was preparing me for my own battle. Yes. That he, I had to fight. That that was, I had to fight. Cause if, if I would have, if I would have let go, if I would have given up on what he had already told me, you're going to have to walk by faith. And not by sight. And what I saw was it wasn't good. The doctors kept telling me everything. We think it's spread through your body. We think it's stage three or four. We think it's this. You're going to have to do this. I had to go by faith. Mm-hmm. Eyes closed. Trusting God's word. Following him. Be quiet. I'm quiet. Pray. Pray. Get in your word. Get in my word. Eyes closed. Following his voice to the end. So yeah mm-hmm. and that's the power it's just an it's just an amazing uh testimony uh francesca because i had listeners i'm hearing the whole story she said where her beginning where she started the beginning of her story and it is so true um when she went back to talk about her mom's story because it is all interrelated 
And that is just so powerful, the power of prayer, that intimacy, that relationship that you had and your mom had with God, all of that, just so powerful. You don't see anything else but God all on mm-hmm. there, but God, because he is a God of impossible and impossibilities. Yes. He's yes. able to do, I mean, <laughs> anything. Uh, that's not miracle on top of miracle on top of miracle. Um, it is, I mean, but God, nobody else could do it, but God and to prepare, um, you know, he, he chose, he chooses us once again, because he, that's why it's so important. Speak those things the way they are, the way speak those things that are not the way they, that speak those things that are not the way they will be. But once again, we have to, there's power in your words. So we, it's so important that we speak positive and that's, that's, that's half the battle. I see that a lot with, um, Mm -hmm. patience. It has to do with your attitude, your mindset. Once again, uh, and I tell people that all the time, okay, listen to what the doctor say, but focus on what God has said. God yes. said you were healed in the name of Jesus. You're healed. Yes. So you focus on that because, yeah, the enemy will have a field day with if you listen because it's always, you know, that battle, got that battle going on. But God had prepared. He had prepared you. And then the fact, too, it is so important. I hear people say, I pray, pray. But once again, in that word, I do it all the time. I'll be praying, talking to God about something. Go to that word, and he can put the answer right there. Mm-hmm. And then he'll yep. send somebody else just to confirm it. Yep. So it is so key that we spend that daily time with him and building that intimate relationship because once again the word is God he talking to us that's his word Mm -hmm. he's speaking you know and he yeah I mean that's just so powerful thank you Francesca I don't know you just bless me (laughs) I'm telling you and each time you tell some more I haven't heard somebody get you tell that story again (laughs) but that's what it is all about once again sharing that because you are truly blessed and every time you every time you give that testimony somebody is going to be blessed you're encouraging somebody um you know, that they may not even be at that point yet, but then it's, you know, they may go through it later because, once again, he always preparing us. We don't know for what, but when it comes, I'm telling you, when yeah. it comes, then you remember the Holy Spirit remind you, um, you know. So I thank you um, so much, and um, I know that um, our listeners, once again, that um you were blessed, and um, truly, your mom, that testimony right there alone, how she just, when you said she had everything, every every health uh, condition that anyone could have, but she didn't, it didn't, it didn't hinder her spirit, you know, because she, she knew the power of God, and she just, mm-hmm. faith, as, as faith is so, so, key once again and that's what that whole walk is about it's about um trusting the story once again that jesus died for us and all of us 
he died for all of us. So it's 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 left. Sometimes I think that that choice thing that God gives us that free will messed us up because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he wanted. He wants our heart. He wants our heart. So. Um, he gave us free will. He gave us a choice. But knowing that story, that if we just confess that we are sinners, we can. God knew that we needed Jesus. That's why he gave us his yes. son. That was the perfect gift. That was the only one. Because they had tried, you know, all them sacrifices, the priests and everybody else. And no one could pay that debt. But his son, and he gave us his son to die for all of us. Had nothing to do with no gender, no race, none of that. But mm-hmm. for each and every one of us. And so all we have to do is just accept. He's already done the work. He carried the cross. He died. He took all of that upon himself so that we might live and have an abundant life. Not live depressed, stressed. You know, when just down and broken and poor and all of that. But he lived, he died, and he rose. And with us, new creatures in him have that faith. It's once again, it's faith. It's not fear. It's faith. The only fear we have Mm -hmm. is in fearing him, the power that he's the one, the only one, the creator, the master of everything. So... Uh, listeners, I truly, and this, this, this whole, I tell you every week from victim to victory, our program, once again, you can't do, that's your first step right there is receiving him into your heart, accepting him, accepting that gift because Francesca, perfect testimony, example of, oh, you need him. You need him and you can't make it by yourself. And we look at the world every day and see that. So once again, um, um, that is my prayer, that if you haven't made that decision to accept him as Lord and Savior, not just Savior or Lord, but once again, they go together because he saved us and just let him. He already knows. God already knows. He wrote the story. He wrote each of our story. So why wouldn't we ask him and why wouldn't we go to him once again, as um, Francesca mentioned in the story, the story of Joshua. God told him that he he wasn't alone. He wasn't going to be alone. He wasn't going to leave him alone. He's always there. As he is with us, and we have greater stories always saying than in the Bible because we have Jesus right here with us. People had to wait yes. in Bible days for him to get there, but we got him in us speaking the, the Holy Spirit that is so powerful. If we just listen and obey, so and and mm-hmm. um, that was another great example of Francesca. You the guy had already told you, he already spoke it and told you. You're going to have to walk by faith. And he had given you that. So, and he was grow. he grew it and was growing it. So, thank you so much for that powerful um, story. And I appreciate your time once again. Um, thank you for having me. Thank you. 
So I'm not going to keep you. Thank you, Francesca. And I love you. And uh, you continue to, to, and I know you will. I know you will share that because so many uh, will be blessed and the world, as you said, and we'll have um, greater results. And it's going to help. We can't even imagine um, what God will do and is doing and has done. Um, yeah, with, so he with, can get the glory. Yeah, so he can get the glory. And that's Amen. Thank you. You are. Thank you. All righty. So, listeners, I know you all are um, throwing those tissues away. Get the box of tissues. Powerful story. Powerful testimony. As I said, I heard. Um, um, I had never heard the part about her mom and what she went through. I just had heard Francesca's um, personal story about herself. Um, so powerful. So I'm thankful that she was able to come and share with us and share with you and um, just make that, that once again, I can't say that enough. It always encouraging um, you each week that if you have not made that, that that choice to make him your Lord and Savior. That's the first step. Um, and that's what we do. And that is, we can't live this abundant life without um, him on this journey. Because, um, you know, we did, this world that we live in is... Uh, it's a, it's a, it's not a, it's not a pretty world. It's not a good world. But um, we, we, the good news is that we, his children, are. This is not our home. He's already told us that we're just traveling through. Um, we are foreigners, and we're not citizens of this world. Um, it's a journey, and so we certainly want him to be on this journey with us because with that we know that we can make it and we're going to make it so if you haven't made him your choice is today is the day you just go to him and have that conversation and then ask him to come into your heart because he is is offered as i said he's he has uh given his life he gave his life for all of us that we might be winners um, and victorious and live the abundant life. So you certainly want to make Jesus your choice and let him know that you can't and you won't, but ask him to forgive you for your sins and and let him um, lead you and guide you. And that great, it's a great, it is faith. It is faith. The substance of things hoped for, and um, but not seen. But you know in your heart and in your mind and your spirit that that is reality. Believing and trusting Him, every aspect and every step of your your life, every day. Alrighty, that is surrendering and um, having that truly intimate relationship with uh, Him and knowing Him. All righty, so Miss Mary is so, I get so excited about that, and I'm telling you, um, Francesca's story is such encouraging, and I know, I know it blessed someone. 
Um, bless me each time I hear it. And like I say, I hear more each time I hear her. Powerful, powerful testimony. The power of prayer. Um, and just everything about her story. Truly glorifies God. No one else but him gets that glory that he so deserved. Alrighty, I'm going to share this encouraging, it's encouraging word, expected, is what this is entitled, and um, I love this, I want to share just the piggy, sort of just, uh, just piggyback on um, what Francesca and that faith, having that faith, and just being patient and waiting for God to do what he does. Um, so the scripture with this, um, it says, the Lord said to me, you have seen correctly for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. Jeremiah 1, 12. Okay. Sooner. And once again, it's entitled sooner than expected. Every circumstance in your life may say it's going to take years to get out of debt, years to qualify for a house, a year to accomplish a goal. But get ready because God has favor, good breaks, healing, and divine connections that are going to show up sooner than expected. Yet there are times when God doesn't, excuse me, when God does things over a period of years. But there are also times when God will do things suddenly, unexpected, quicker than you thought. You may face obstacles and problems that look insurmountable. Sickness, family difficulties, depression. You must have, to- you must have been told and accepted the fact that it's going to be a long, drawn-out process. To see change, no, get ready for a knock on the door. God has your answer already en route. It's going to be there sooner than expected. A breakthrough is on the way. It should, it should take years, but God is speeding things up. He is watching to see that his word and purpose for your life is fulfilled. Hallelujah. So expected. So once again, whatever you've been asking God for, you don't know when he's going to deliver it, but you know, just know it's en route and it may show up anytime. It's when, and usually I know in my experience, it's when we, you're not even thinking about it. You, you know, you're not even expecting. And once again, just as we read that it, it, it just, comes it pops up you know so um once again whatever it is that you've been waiting on God to do just keep just keep the faith and keep on trusting and believing because he will it will show up and um he's always on time I know that I've learned that he is always on time may not come when I want him to come or I think he should come but when it comes, then I see it's right on time. So uh, I hope that blessed you. It certainly encouraged me, and I wanted to share that with you. 
So, all righty, guys, all righty. So, I'm going to move on down to announcements. Well, I always first, before I go to announcements, I want to thank you once again for joining um, the podcast and tuning in and sharing with others and just um, uh, each week listening and like I said, sharing with others, uh, connecting them and telling them about our podcast. Okay. And you guys know how, once again, to get to the podcast and you know where to go. Go to the website from victim to the number two victory com. And the platforms are there. You're going to click on, um, at the, in the menu, you're going to click on uh, listen to podcasts. And it will open up the page to all the platforms. And so you pick one and it will take you directly to the podcast. But you know the other reason why I want you to go to from the from the our website is because we have this great resource center there. So please check it out because there are some great resources there. And um, I share with you that now you can get to um, Valero from our website that is uh, the company that is um, Dr. Joy introduced you to and told you about um, that we have um, a product that um, is uh, an air purifying system that really helps your immune system and strengthens the body. Um, it's for that where there are actually two products that um, we're focusing on with that that helps. And that is the Fresh Air Personal, which is a product that um, you can wear on you. You wear on your body, clip on, or either you wear it around your neck. That protects from um, any viruses. And also, if you have any um, problems with any allergies or asthma, it also helps um, because, it once again, it's an air purification system. And then the other one is a home system. It's the pro-surface, uh, the, excuse me, the surface. It's the air uh, surface pro plus is what that is. And... Um, like I said, it protects against viruses as well and then um, with asthma and allergies. Okay, so um, you can check that out and learn about that um, on that website. And they have other products as well. It is a holistic, um, once again, another holistic company. And um, so check it out. Check it out. Also, uh, you'll find my econ um, there as well. That's our financial wellness company that teaches so many things. And in this season, very busy with tax season. And um, so um, if you haven't, you know, they, they just teach a lot about saving money and reduces taxes. You know, I've 
you hear me talk about the SMART team all the time and all my wonderful associates over there. So, um, and if you're having any problem getting them stimulus checks or whatever, they help you out there, great. So contact Alisa and Miss Tina and Queen Cashflow, Tanya, Salazar, just a great team um, that will really help you out in my econ, teaching so many things. So you want to tune in and join us um, if you need um, to get to know and see that their program, just get a um, an idea, some ideas, please contact me so I can give you access to our, our training our meeting. Well, it's, that's actually on Tuesdays, trans, transformation, transformation on Tuesdays. And that is the opportunity that you have to um, see what my econ is all about. So do join us um, and Call me at 678-910-4856. And Miss Mary will be glad to give you the access information to join us on Tuesdays for that. Um, so you can join us for that presentation. Okay. And then let me not forget our health and wellness um, company, Exingula. Um, you also find that on our website, all of those, if you just click, takes you directly to, which is my website of each of those companies and learn, um, and see what we have going on with each of those. All righty. Okay, guys. So I think, um... I covered everything there. I just want to make sure I thank my um, partners. Thank you so much, um, guys, for all of your donations. And certainly thank you for your prayers. And um, just continue your, um, your continued support in everything we do to educate you on living this abundant life. Um, that is our mission and so we are loving it and loving you and thank you once again for supporting and um you know helping us and participating um because without you we wouldn't it would not be successful so god once again knows what he's doing and he is truly blessing us and growing our team and it is a dynamic team that he has put together and um, he picks each week. <laughs> so um, I'm just so thankful and I give him all the glory and thank him for choosing me to once again, I just facilitate him <laughs> and just a willing vessel. That's what we call to be and let him use us um, mightily for his glory because he certainly deserves it and he gets all of the glory. Um, I humbly uh, bow and say that what an awesome amazing God um, who nothing's impossible with him all things are possible uh, things are impossible for man but nothing is too hard nothing's impossible for him so alrighty well I am sounding off until next week and I am Miss Mary with from victim to victory I'm your host and I'm facilitator and your holistic wellness coordinator. 
Remember, every day is a gift from God, your creator, and it is a day for you to share with others. Be a blessing. And I want to say peace and blessings to all of you. I love you. Take care of yourselves and be blessed. Bye-bye.